Hello, my friends. Welcome back to Hold Up, Let Me Explain. I'm your host, Nicole. And on today's episode, we are going to be talking wedding things. Yes, my friends, I'm going to try not to be all over the place when talking about this topic, because there's so much I want to share with you. But at the same time, I am going to refrain from saying too much, because there are a lot of things that aren't set in stone. And I don't want to jinx it. But I'm looking forward to what this is going to look like for me in the following year. So start of 2023, me and my fiance took a nice, beautiful walk around the park. It was actually really nice. And we were just basically talking about what plans we wanted to set, what goals we wanted to set for this year. And in the beginning, we really talked about traveling, all the countries we wanted to go to, our plans on, yeah, planning a wedding, but more or less the time frame that we wanted to start focusing on that. And my fiance basically was like, babe, honestly, I don't want to wait any longer. I want to be married by the end of this year because I really want to be serious about starting a family and just kind of just starting this marriage and I really felt loved and validated and you know these decisions that we've been making together as a couple and I was like you know what I'm on the same page because the truth is I wanted to be engaged for a little while honestly I wanted to sort of like bask in this moment of you know being a fiance and you know just having that but my fiance is like you know what I mean, sure, but you've been my girlfriend for over five years. I'm in, I propose to you because I want to be married to you. Therefore, I want you to be my wife. Like, I want you to be my wife today. So I'm like, all right, say less, King. Um, but we were like, you know what? We're going to definitely focus on that for this year. So the goal is to be married by September. That's more or less the date that we're setting. Nothing is official just yet. Um, we did meet with a wedding coordinator. I'm going to hold back from saying anything right away, but we're very, very excited. Um, but for now, I really wanted to talk about the things that I will be focusing on during like this wedding journey. So a lot of people have been asking me like, oh, so are you going to do like a big wedding? Are you going to do a destination wedding? Are you going to do something in Florida? Like what are your plans? And the truth is I never, okay, maybe when I was like in high school, I used to talk about wanting like a big wedding, a big wedding. Um, but as I got older, I kind of said to myself, like, I want a big ring, a small wedding and a big house, you know, because when it comes to the wedding ring, I know I used to say, oh, I want a big wedding ring. My wedding ring is not big. It's beautiful, but it's not big. However, I love my wedding ring. And I told my fiance before he proposed to me that whatever ring he gets me is the one I'll be keeping forever. I have no desire on upgrading, going a bigger size, adding to it. No, I think there's something very humbling and pure about having the ring that you receive in your engagement day and just keeping that forever because it just reminds you of where you were in, in that time of your life you know so the idea of starting small and then down the line upgrading to something bigger is you know an idea that a lot of couples do whatever but I kind of told my fiance like you know, whatever you propose to me with is the one I intend to keep forever. I don't care if we turn out to be billionaires 20 years from now. I am keeping the ring you propose to me with. Bottom line. So even though I used to say big ring, small wedding, small wedding still applies. I 
thought a long time ago, and what I mean by long time ago, I meant like when I was in high school watching Say Yes to the Dress and Bridezilla's, that I would want like big weddings because they're so magical. I never had a sweet 16. So naturally, you know, you see weddings and you're like, oh my God, big poofy dress and beautiful flowers and attention and all these things. But I think there's also something very powerful and intimate about having small weddings because it's more focused on the love than rather like the production of a wedding now don't get me wrong okay I might sound like I'm contradicting myself if I had the money and if money wasn't really much of a factor sure why not have a big wedding why not invite everyone in your life to celebrate your unionship right why not and there's nothing against big weddings you know it's just that weddings are very expensive and I am not in the position where my parents get to pay for my wedding, you know? the Our wedding is something that's coming out of my pocket and my fiancé's pocket. And we're very selective on how we spend our money. As you see, I focus more on traveling than anything else. I love to eat out and travel. You know, I wear nice things, but to be honest with you, a lot of my stuff is old. You know, my phone is old, my shoes are very worn out. I'm I'm very good on how I put outfits together and how I look in photos, but I shop cheap. Like my clothes are from either Amazon, Shein, or whatever I could find at the outlets. Like no cap. So when it comes to like planning a wedding, you know, we're willing to cut a lot of corners. So when it comes to planning what we want, we want something micro and small and intimate. So After this walk that we had together, I really sat down with myself and was thinking, okay, how am I going to go about this from here? Like, now that we've decided that we're focusing 2023 on planning a wedding and doing other things that follow with having a wedding, what is it that I really want to put my focus and money on? And literally, I narrowed it down to just three things. And that's my bachelorette party, my wedding dress, and my actual wedding that's it. I'm not doing an engagement party. I'm not doing an engagement photo shoot. I'm not doing a bridal shower. I'm not even doing real invitations. I'm not even having bridesmaids. Like, I am skipping all of it out. Because the truth is, the reason why I'm not having bridesmaids is because I'm doing a destination wedding. I'm not going to disclose where just yet, but I plan on doing a destination wedding. So I didn't want to give my friends the burden of asking them to be a part of something that could be so expensive. A lot of my friends have kids. A lot of my friends work very, you know, strict job schedules that wouldn't really allow for them to take time off as freely as I'm even able to. And, you know, I just thought it would be easier even for me to just focus on myself, my fiance and our wants rather than accommodating for so many people because that's what happens when you plan a wedding you have to accommodate for a lot of people and it kind of takes away from the purpose of it all so yeah no bridesmaids none of that so but I do plan on making each of these events into big moments or big these big moments into events so what I mean by that is my bachelorette party is gonna be lit I've already started planning. When I was like, okay, first things first, let's create the timeline. 
we said, okay, September is roughly around the time frame where we'll be getting married. Okay, let's work before, like, like before that date, looking at the whole year, calendar year and timeline. So I'm like, okay, perfect. What am I going to focus on first? Okay, let's start planning the bachelorette party because I decided I'm going to do a destination bachelorette party. Because I figured since I'm having a destination wedding and I'm not doing bridesmaids and I do plan on having a micro wedding, I'm thinking that instead of asking my friends to come to my actual wedding, which I'm sure in theory they would love to go to, the truth is it's going to be very like extravagant in a way and very expensive in a way because from where we're planning to have our wedding, when you factor in flight, babysitting, like stay, you know, it it adds up to a lot of money. And I don't feel right asking my friends, although it's more of the thought that counts. I would just rather for them to be there for me for my bachelorette party, have a nice girls trip. And then, you know, like the photos when I post it from the wedding, you know, I'll probably go live or something. So everyone could like be there virtually because that would be nice too. So bachelorette party, I'm thinking, or I wouldn't even say thinking because the ticket is already bought. Mm-hmm. You heard that right, my friends. I'm already working. I'm working for my bachelorette party. And the destination is, drum roll, Puerto Rico. Hey, vamos, Puerto Rico. Yes, my friends, I am planning my bachelorette party in Puerto Rico. I am so excited. So the reason why I chose Puerto Rico is because it's actually a really fun island. For those of you who've never been, I mean, it's part of the U.S., so you don't need a passport to get there. Because I live in Florida, I mean, you could basically swim there if you want. I'm just joking. But it's actually a very beautiful island. There's so much to do. There's so many beaches, excursions, ATVs, rainforests, waterfalls, caves. And I mean, it's so exotic too. And anytime I would watch like bachelorette vlogs or see bachelorette photos, like whether it was on Instagram or Pinterest, like I love the idea of having a tropical bachelorette party weekend. I remember a few years ago, one of these, uh, one of the YouTubers that I like to watch, um, Alex Centamo. I mean, she's married now, so I know that's not technically her last name anymore. She did her bachelorette party in Mykonos in Greece. And I was like, okay, love that would die if I were able to do something like that for my bachelorette party. Um, but we're just not there in life. Like my friends, me, like, yes, I went to Mykonos with my now fiance, but to have a bachelorette party, like we just, we don't got it like that. You know, I mean, to be honest, if I could afford to have a very extravagant bachelorette party, I would want it to be in Paris. Not even going to front. Like, I think that would be so pretty and so girly and feminine and bougie and classy and elegant and just because that's what Paris is, you know, by day it's very classy and bougie and just very calm and chill. And then at night, it's like party city, like just glitz and glamour and chicness. And it's just a really good time. And imagine partying on a rooftop with the view of the Eiffel Tower. Hello, like amazing. But that's not what's happening. So I was like, okay, well, what other location could I choose that, you know, where everyone could be able to attend? And it came down to Puerto Rico. And I am so freaking excited. I'm planning everything. And 
it's actually kind of interesting because when I was talking about it at work to a friend of mine, at least two of my friends were like, wait a second, you're planning your bachelorette? No, the maid of honor needs to be planning the bachelorette. You're not even supposed to be paying for anything. What? No, what are you doing? And honestly, here's the thing. It's not to say that I have control issues. It's just I have control issues. (laughs) And I just, I know what I like. And I know what I want. And I know, like, my vision and the way that I want to go about it, you know? And I didn't want to give any kind of financial burden to anyone in my life. Because the way I like to spend money isn't necessarily the way that other people like to spend their money, you know? And I really didn't want to compromise. I feel like I'm low-key compromising already by choosing this location. But at the same time, I'm not. And what I mean by that is if I really wanted to really plan my bachelor party, like I mentioned before, I would want it in Paris. But I know that that's not realistic for the people that I'd want to be there. So that's me adjusting by choosing Puerto Rico. However, I was thinking to myself like, okay, well, how can I do it where then everybody that I'd want to celebrate with could attend? So then I thought about having two bachelorette parties, one in New York for like my family that live out there and for my friends that live out there and then having one here in Florida for the for the friends I have here in Florida so just be able to celebrate with my friends up there and my friends down here however I was thinking like okay well two bachelorette parties are really expensive and at the same time it's like no I shouldn't have to do that either If somebody, if my friends really want to celebrate with me, if I let them know in a good amount of time in advance, they'll be able to work it out. And that's me then not being so accommodating by choosing Puerto Rico. So I'm really praying and crossing my fingers that the people that I invited are able to make it. But I also kind of told them too, like, no pressure if you can't, because I get it. You know, like, I'll love you no matter what, um, but I'm going to be there regardless. Like, when I decided that I was choosing Puerto Rico and I figured out the dates where it would benefit me since I will be in school still until May... June is like the perfect time frame for me to start planning because after June, I have July, August, which are three months after that. And then it's like wedding. So when I think about the timeline for September, it's like we're in January. Three months from now, I need to start planning to buy my wedding dress. Three months from then is when I'll be planning my bachelorette party or having my bachelorette party. And then three months from then is when I'll be getting married. So I'm letting everybody know a pretty good amount of time to start making accommodations. So it's one of those things where it's like, I'm letting you know very far in advance. However, I'm still really hoping that it kind of works out where everyone can go. But I'm so excited. I was talking to my cousin and she's like, are you thinking about theming? Have you thought about a theme? And I, I like the idea of theming, but I didn't want to feel too limited either. You know, so, so far, what I have in my mind are customized goodie bags, of course, for my friends who will be attending 
And in the bags, I'm going to do the whole matching pajamas, matching sunglasses. I'm going to do the whole hangover kit with like goodie, like goodie, like uh, like goodies inside. Um, I have like all these ideas of like how I want us to dress. I like the idea of doing like matching bathing suits, but all my friends have like different body types that, you know, my cousin was kind of like, you know, that might get tricky if you buy everybody the same bathing suit because it might not fit them well. So I was like, you know what, you're right because the last thing I want is for that beach day to be where we all wear our bathing suits and then it's like the bathing suit fits them but it doesn't fit them the way that they like and they don't like the way their ass looks or their stomach looks or their arms look like I just want to avoid all of that so I'm thinking instead of having like specific outfits I'm just going to do like dress code like, okay, so when we go to the beach, I want you to wear this color bathing suit. It could be any style you want. Just make sure that it's in this color. And then like for when we go out at night, instead of being like, all the girls must wear this color. It's like, yeah, wear black, but then like incorporate like silver if you can, you know, to make it look like disco themed in a way. And then for when we go to brunch, instead of wearing like, we all wear the same shirt, it'll be like different shades of a certain color. Just because like Puerto Rico, especially where I'm planning to celebrate the bachelorette party, has like so many colorful houses and buildings and churches that I kind of just want to wear things that kind of go with the scenery. So I'm really excited because I have it all in my head. And it's not to say that I have these very specific expectations. I know that things happen and, you know, it's happened to me where I've planned my outfits for vacation and how I want my pictures to look like. And then when I'm there taking the pictures, it doesn't go the way that I thought it would in my head in real life. Like it doesn't go in real life the way that I thought it would be in my head. And that could be disappointing. So I'm trying to hold back from having certain expectations. But I do have all these ideas that I'm really excited and praying that it, you know, works out. So we'll see what happens. But that's where I'm, I'm kind of like leaning towards when it comes to my bachelorette party. When it comes to my wedding dress... Uh, okay. It's so funny because like most girls, I have a Pinterest board, okay, of like my ideal wedding and what I wanted my dress to look like and what kind of idea and themes and color schemes I was thinking of having. Well, here's the thing too. Dep because of the location I plan on having my wedding at, I'm not going to be too focused on colors. I know that that question might arise, but I'm thinking more like twinkly lights, very romantic, soft, neutral colors, because since we're beginning married in September, it really depends on what flowers are in season, what's kind of in style. And obviously, these decisions are going to be me and Arnoldo's, you know, I can't be like, I want yellow, you know, because it's what he wants too. like, obviously, if I say yellow, and he says gray, like we got to meet in the middle somehow. So we'll see what happens. But um, but anyway, going back to the wedding dress. So um, on my Pinterest board, when I was looking at the wedding dresses that I was like, that I had picked out through the years, I've always loved the mermaid look, the silhouette, tight, body fitting, lacy, um, sexy, yet elegant type of wedding dress. And that's more or less the kind of wedding dress that a lot of my family members and friends have always seen me wear because of my body shape. And, you know, it's it's a compliment, really, 
thinking about that kind of dress because, you know, not a lot of girls can pull it off. And, you know, to think that I could possibly pull it off makes me feel kind of excited to get to wear a dress like that. But a few months ago, there, uh, this podcaster that I follow. I mean, I don't really follow her anymore, but I have her on Instagram. Um, Got married and her dress, let me tell you, was so beautiful. Like, so beautiful. And it was something that I've never... I mean, listen, obviously the dress that she wore exists. I've seen other girls wear it. But there was something about her dress that was so feminine and sexy, yet not revealing and just very just classy and pretty and just romantic. Like her dress reminded me of just something of like a Chanel commercial or like a period piece type of movie where like the girl like just picks up her poofy dress and runs down the grand halls and it's like it was just like off the shoulder sweetheart neck a little poofy with a lot of tulle but not like tulle like my big fat gypsy wedding tulle you know not like super puffy and cinderella like no 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 no. it was just like it just came tight on the waist then it puffed out a little bit but it was just big and long with a train and then like a a little bit of a slit. So when she walked, her leg kind of stepped out with her dress. Like it was just so beautiful. And I just, and I loved how minimalist it was too. And I think that's what I also liked about it, that there wasn't a lot going on, you know? And I think that a lot of dresses where there's a lot going on, I feel like in theory seems beautiful, but I also feel like it kind of takes away. I, I don't know. I don't know. My mind kind of goes all over the place. I guess I wouldn't know until I try the dresses on. Because I've also seen from a lot of shows that girls will go to these like wedding shop, like wedding shops or bridal boutiques and go in with this idea of what they want. But then the consultant would be like, mm, let's try this on instead. And then they end up loving that dress instead. And it ends up being the exact opposite of what they thought they wanted because it really comes down to what's going to complement your body shape what you feel beautiful in and how mobile you are because that's like another thing too like the idea of wearing a mermaid dress and something very silhouette and body fitting is beautiful but then you think about walking in it and sitting and eating and dancing and it's like am I gonna be able to do these things I don't think so and I don't care how much in shape I'm able to get in before fitting into a wedding dress I will be drinking alcohol on my wedding day and when I drink alcohol I get bloated I'm not trying to look pregnant (laughs) you know in my wedding photos like that's not the vibe so we'll see what happens but I do want to say right away that I will be filming on my YouTube channel all of the things when I go wedding dress shopping when I'm planning for my bachelorette party during my bachelorette party definitely will be documenting all of that even you know the wedding itself maybe not the wedding itself itself because clearly I'll be you know having a videographer but I might do a little behind the scenes you know just you know just for myself too because I like the videos that um, weddings will have like the professional ones that they'll have like of the actual day but sometimes they're so formal 
you know, and they're just so like curated, which is fine, you know, but there's something about home videos that I feel are so like personal and real. And, you know, I I like those more than the very like curated perfect scenery I mean I want that too don't get me wrong fuck that I'm trying to I'm trying to see that too but I also like the idea of like just I don't know capturing like real laughter and real smiles and the behind the scenes and getting ready and being excited and you know all of that stuff so we'll see we'll see um but I'm I'm really really excited Um, but when I think about the actual wedding itself, we're definitely leaning more towards like micro wedding. I've been telling people that we are eloping. Um, we're not going to elope, you know, we definitely want our mothers, my father, you know, his aunt to be there and to witness, you know, our commencement, of course. So it's going to be probably a wedding of either between 15 to 20 people at most, Because here's the thing, it's like, there's a few people that know exactly where we want to be, where we want to get married. And the moment that it's discussed, of course, in the beginning, everyone's excited. Everyone's like, I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. I want to be there. You know, like, I'm not gonna miss it. I want to be there in that location to watch you get married. Like, I'm about it 100%. But the truth is, this is something that will be happening by the end of this year, potentially nine months from now. So you say yes today, but what happens six months from now, let's say when it's time for you to purchase your flight or your ticket, you know, then that's when it's like, oh, well, now I got to check and I got to see and maybe my money and I don't know because this happened and like there's a lot can happen. And I try not to get too caught up on the excitement right away, which is why, like, even when I plan my traveling, I don't say anything until I'm already there. You know, especially in 2022, there were so many times where I was planning trips, but I didn't say a word. And my friends would be like, bitch, you're in Italy, bitch, you're in Greece, bitch, you're in New York, bitch, you're in Dominican Republic. Like, what the fuck? Like, wait a second. I literally saw you three weeks ago. You never mentioned this. Like, and it's just because, you know, you just, you never know. And I'm a firm, firm believer in bad energy and hate and jealousy and, you know, what kind of vibes that people can give off when you tell them these things. So I've just been reframing from like, like saying too much too soon. Um, But again, for the people that I really want to be there, I've already kind of mentioned it to them. So, you know, we'll see what happens. But it all really comes down to who's able to make it. And, you know, because at the end of the day, we got to pay for these people. You know, we have to give a, a certain amount like a guest amount and you know but when it comes to like invitations and RSVPs your girl's doing all that shit online I'm not spending money on invitations I'm not spending money on a photo shoot nope this is where we're getting married we bought our tickets this is happening this is where we're staying you know as far as Airbnb hotel you guys can figure it out for me there. (laughs) Let me know. Like you buying your flight is basically your confirmation. And that's it. But we'll see what happens. But I promise you all will definitely know the location eventually. Just make sure you go find me on YouTube because 
the wedding content will be there and will be posted. But yeah, that's basically what I have as far as like wedding things. So we'll see what happens. I'm really excited. I'm hoping that there's not too much drama. I'm not going to lie. I'm already finding myself in a little bit of drama with this whole bachelorette party situation. I have a few friends that can't make it, a few friends that are kind of like disappointed on the dates that I've chosen because in theory they would be able to make it, but because of the dates I chose is the reason why they're not able to make it. And it sucks because it's like, yeah, I could change the date so that I could be a little bit more accommodating, but then that would fuck me over in a way. So it's kind of like... I can't, uh, I can't, you know, and that kind of sucks. Um, so I'm just hoping that it works out in the end. But again, you know, I will be sharing it all with you all. So stay tuned for that. I love you guys. Thank you again so much for tuning in, for pressing play, for rating and subscribing. If you haven't, please do so. Find me on Instagram at Nicole Asev. Find me on YouTube at Nicole Asev. And stay tuned for all the upcoming content I plan on putting out there. I love you. Thanks again. And I'll see you next week. Thank you.